0: questions you always had, the answers you were never given, the place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas.
1: Do you want to create the optimal environment for evolution? Then listen up. In 2008, two men met through a mutual friend. They were both working on accessing and utilizing high consciousness fields. One was creating high consciousness fields and cultures in business The other, a coaching business as a spiritual path, was creating high consciousness fields for healing the human mind, body, and spirit. They came together with an inventor who had devoted his life to creating free energy for humanity. Although he did not create a free energy device, he had discovered a way to redirect and focus large amounts of life force energy on an object. Between one's experience in engineering and the other's knowledge and extensive practice in consciousness kinesiology, on the Hawkins map, they are re-engineering the original device to broadcast a high consciousness field to specific locations around the world. At first, they used the device and associated technology to raise consciousness around the world as a public service project. As they were able to increase the power available and the ability to positively affect a the property, they brought the consciousness-raising technology to the public as focused life force energy (FLFE). Today, after an additional ten years of research and thousands of customers and hundreds of testimonials, they're expanding the process of developing public awareness of this unique consciousness racing technology. Greetings from your host Mel Fabregas. and if you're new to the Veritas family, welcome home. To listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, just click on the subscribe button, and don't forget to visit the Veritas Store for MMS hemp oil your organic sulfur and much more and if you want to get in touch with me or to be a guest on this radio program have a guest suggestion or have feedback just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com and we have links on our website on how to subscribe to FLFE uh, right on our homepage or this specific episode now, to discuss what the focus life force energy wave is tonight's special guests are Jeffrey Steckman and Clayton Stetman. Jeffrey Stepman's focus has been on creating high consciousness culture in his businesses, which parallels his own personal spiritual path. Jeffrey is the co-owner of two manufacturing businesses, including one that has been in business since 1835. FLFE is a confluence of Jeffrey's manufacturing, engineering, business, and spiritual evolution. Clayton Stepman has worked in the education, training, and coaching businesses for over 30 years, For the last 20 years, he has focused on business as a spiritual path in his coaching practice. Since discovering Consciousness Kinesiology, CK, in 2004, he has done over 5 million CK calibrations and created over 10 consciousness assessments and 7 unique energetic medicine protocols. FLFE is a continuation of his purposeful intention to create the conditions for humanity to have a higher level of consciousness. And directly from Nelson, B.C., Canada, and Cincinnati, Ohio, I would like to welcome Jeffrey Seckman and Clayton Stepman. Hello, gentlemen. How are you?
0: I'm great. Thanks Thanks for having us on, Mel. Well, Mel, do, uh, good to talk to you.
1: It's my pleasure. Well, this is one of those interviews, folks, of things that you probably suspect exist and we are rediscovering this technology. But first of all, Beyond what I read on the bio, I'm very curious. How did the two of you converge? First of all, the last name rhymes. You have created a synergy. <laughs> I want to know all of it. Let's start from the beginning, obviously. Yes.
0: Well, I could start. This is Jeff Jeffrey Stegman. And uh, yeah, I worked with Clayton for a number of years. He was um, a consciousness coach for me, working with uh kinesiology or advanced kinesiology and uh, we were working on measuring various aspects of my consciousness and that was work that we did together for over a year two years and uh, so I got very comfortable with Clayton's um, testing kinesiology measurement of consciousness because he would uh, he would sort of He would nail those low spots that I thought I was hiding so well, you know, and then from there, I could work on those spots and and bring myself up. So that's how we first met. And um, there was uh, a family, an Indian family that I met in Cincinnati, and their son had a health challenge. And Clayton mentioned that there was a similar health challenge that he had experienced. and. he had worked with this inventor up in bc canada so i flew up to bc canada to this inventor's place and clayton and i um and then really started on this this journey of the flfe technology uh there and um so it really came out of sort of service work with his family and um meeting the inventor and having such an incredible experience walking into this space where the original FLFE technology was was started, really a consciousness, you could call it a consciousness technology. And um, it was so extraordinary walking in there, just the feeling that I had in my body when we went out to lunch, you know, a half an hour later, I was just, I was in such a state, everyone in the restaurant looked so beautiful and you could just see what was their gift, you know, and what was really unique about them. And I've just never had that experience before. It was being in that field of that original technology. It's really, it's a high consciousness field. So it's much like you would find if you went to a uh, pilgrimage site or a place where people have prayed for centuries, like an old cathedral or a mosque or something like that. Um, so that that feeling of that energy is really that's what got us started, and you know from there we started working with the technology and um, applying it in service projects uh, remotely all over the planet. It's it's a quantum resonance technology, so you don't need a device at the location you can associate or have this quantum resonance with a location. And so we, we worked with it for several years um, and then began working on the business FLFE. And Clayton, how was
1: your entry into this too? Well,
2: um, I had a coaching practice starting back about 1995 and I had five or six clients tell me to read power versus force which is Dr. Hawkins first book and at the time I was working on uh, as a subcontractor for a company that was doing high-performance culture cultural transitions and I was at a crossroads where I was going to go further down that road or uh, focus my practice on trying to help people raise their consciousness but I didn't really have any way to quantify that and when I came across Dr. Hawkins Book power versus force. After all the people uh, suggesting it to me, kind of uh, coincidentally, which usually means the universe is trying to tell us something. Um, I formed a study group, and uh, with a with a with a doctor of, uh, of biology, so he had a really good sense of uh, procedure, process, and protocol. And I had another friend of mine who was uh, an 89 year old ch- chiropractor at the time. So he really understood the mechanics of the body and how it responded to positive and negative stimuli. So we formed a study group and spent six months um, kind of driving each other crazy, trying to figure out this kinesiology thing. And um, it was probably the uh, Christmas break 2014. I read in uh, Power Versus Force, the first edition, page 117, paragraph two, Dr. Hawkins says something to the effect of if you uh, if you're not getting accurate results, you might find it interesting to test the level of consciousness of your inquiries. And for me, that was a revelation, because I wasn't measuring how good my inquiries were. And the most accurate person in our triad was the biochemist, because he was saying the same inquiry the same way every time because as a scientist he knew we had to control the protocols and so that was uh, that was the kinesiology journey and um, as Jeff mentioned I had a kind of a serious health challenge and was was testing the level of appropriateness of different interventions and uh, I came across this technology and it tested the highest kind of level of appropriateness and so I I used it, and uh, you know, and it's like that's and that's when I was working with Jeff and told him about it, and he was Jeff's got a bit of an engineering background and he runs a couple of manufacturing companies, so he's a bit of a gearhead like me, so we decided to go see the inventor together and and, and Jeff told you the rest of it, yeah
1: and this is what makes this so much more interesting. The two of you are experts in exact sciences and math and engineering and so on. And you would expect that something like this would be somebody smoking a pipe, singing Kumbaya, but that's not the case. You are two people that are scientifically oriented that re, I don't want to say discovered, but rediscovered what this is all about. And the first question I have for you is, it's an important one, the question of discernment and placebo. How does one truly and tangibly know their receiving the true benefits of FLFE versus placebo.
0: Yeah, I can start with that one. This is Jeff. What often happens with people on the free trial? So we we have a free trial that you can get on. It's 15 days, no credit card, phone or or home. And people often put it on and they don't tell everyone in the home. So you know it's many times the wife, the woman in the household puts it on doesn't necessarily tell the kids or the husband and watches what happens. Uh, now, we always want someone in the household to know that it's on so that um, hydration occurs because in a high consciousness field, there's so much more energy that the body starts to take on healing projects, in- including rising in consciousness or you know servicing and clearing low, low areas and it just takes more water. So as long as somebody knows, um, then these experiments can happen. And so people find other ways of, you know, if they may notice it themselves. They may feel something different energetically, or they may notice a behavior with someone else. Um, just recently on our private Facebook group, we had a woman talking about her daughter had sleep issues for years. And... When FLFE went on, she started sleeping better, like sleeping through the night. And but, you know, it's in many cases that person doesn't know it's on. The the way that we we like people to experience this for themselves, make their own choice, uh, and one way they can do it is by turning the service on and off. We have on and off switches in the customer portal. So that way you can really try it on, try it off. turn the. We have an EMF mitigation that's separate that you can turn on and off as well. So really there's a lot of ways to notice. Um, there's a whole range of sensitivity to this kind of energy. Some people may feel it in their bodies and some may not.
1: When it comes to the technology, of course, I want to understand, and perhaps there's mm-hmm. a secret sauce that so you don't want to divulge but I'd like to know what makes things tick. I wasn't aware of the cell phone one. I was aware of the coordinate one for homes and business. Please explain all the options that people may have. And also Mm -hmm. then I want to discuss the the app. I believe it's an app on the phone. Am I correct?
0: It's not actually an app. Um, What we're doing, the whole principle behind the way this works is almost exactly the same as holding someone in mind. So there's been much research about the power of prayer and the connection that people feel with others, particularly, you know, sons and daughters, twins, where there's this mind connection across all time and space, you know, and this works in much the same way as you holding someone in your mind. There's a field activated around that person and then the, the emotions that you have, the feelings that you have for that person, are specifying the conditions in that field. There, you know, if you're feeling love, then that field around that person, when you're thinking of them, is love. Is at the at the level of consciousness of love. And so, what we're doing is using a unique identifier. In the case of a cell phone it's the cellular number, which is unique in, in a jurisdiction. So for instance, in the United States, you know, there, if you have a cellular number, there's no other device that has that number. So that's the unique identifier, much like holding somebody in your mind. And then we're able to activate this field around that object and it doesn't, there's no app needed. It's really uniquely identifying the object and then the the field is created. It's a it's a quantum entanglement or quantum um, connection that it's creating. How could somebody, unless Clayton, do you have
1: something to add to what Jeff said?
2: No, the principle of unique identifier is the one that we're accessing, and other technologies uh, use the same principle as well. That's what makes it able to associate with any. Uh, property because that's a unique legal address registered in the courthouse and maybe the real estate records. And we can also take an ob- a picture of an object because the uh, if you take it, like say you have a pendant that you like to wear and you want to have the energy around the pendant, even if that pendant, if there's a million copies of it, if you take a clear enough picture on a white piece of paper, then that pendant is slightly unique. And all it takes is uh, a good enough photo, and it can associate with that pendant, and then it, it follows it. So we have a we have a business subscription, and at the, with the business subscription, you also get a uh, the business entity itself because it's unique. It has a unique registration number that goes on the service. So the actually the level of consciousness of the corporation will typically go up, and then it also goes on the address or the physical location of the business you have you know the home option and uh we have a non-profit subscription as well so we try to help nonprofits profits out by uh, giving them a reduced rate
1: when you say non-profit are you perhaps referring to churches synagogues and and so on does that does that augment or maximize say the power of prayer on a saturday or sunday for example
0: mm.
2: yes yeah it would um it would depend on the environment. I mean, there are some cathedrals in Europe that calibrate around 700 of a 1,000 on the Hawkins map. And the FLFE environment calibrates at minimum 560. So well, I haven't actually done any tests, Jeff. I'm just, that's a good question, Mo. We couldn't put it on without permission. Well, maybe we could put it on for one or two minutes and see if one of those cathedrals would Go up in consciousness from their original calibration. So, I but th- so in, I would say in ninety percent of cases, Mel, at least ninety percent of synagogues, churches, uh, pilgrimage sites are not at the five hundred and sixty level. So it certainly doesn't bring anything down. But I don't know if it, how much it would help if a place is already that high.
0: Yeah, what what I've noticed there's some. Spiritual centers here in town and other places that have uh, opted to put FLFE on the on the building, and what people have said to me, and we've heard it from from other customers as well, that people just have an enhanced ability to quiet the mind, that when they close their eyes, say they're in prayer, connect, connecting into the to the divinity in whatever form it is for them, that, that quieting the mind seems to be the, something people have, have an issue with or have, have difficulty where they're thinking about what's next or what they just did and, um, or what sounds they're hearing. But in the FLF field, it is, it's, they're supported to um, be quieter in their mind, drop into a meditative state more easily. So it really, really has benefited the, the centers that I've been part of.
1: I understand that there's freedom of choice. There's also, you have to let people know that this is happening if you were to do it in a place like a, a, a religious organization, for example. But if you tell them, doesn't the placebo effect take effect? Pardon the pun. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it's interesting. In, in, um, in a place where people are living there, and they're sleeping there. There's a there's a lot more time in the field, in the high field. And in those cases, hydration is really important. But if someone's coming in for an hour or two for a service, it it's not as important. So generally in a business or even a you know a synagogue or a mosque or wherever, they may post something about hydration, particularly for workers or people that are there. It's like a hydration poster, encouragement, why is hydration important, you know, drinking fountains, water available, and support people to be hydrated without necessarily telling them everything about it.
1: I remember a few years ago, I was exposed to the power of grounding, earthing, I'm sure you were aware what this is, right? Yeah. I cannot be without it right now, I have it, I sleep with it, I travel with it, I Mm -hmm. I'm a different person ever since. No more pain. So Mm -hmm. when I hear of this new modality, obviously I'm very curious and I will make a confession right now. I did try Mm -hmm. FLFE and what I felt, I didn't want to say it on this show because I want to sound neutral, but I Mm -hmm. did feel as when I, I, sometimes I have to escape to the beach or to a, a forest to be able to be with nature to get Mm -hmm. away from all the EMF, these electromagnetic soup that we all live in. Mm -hmm. And while I was still working in my studio, my office, I felt a sense of peace, almost as if somebody removed all those things that are are inundating my body, these waves that we don't want around us. But I felt Mm -hmm. a sense of peace. For days, Mm -hmm. I did not tell anyone. I'm, I'm so glad that you said that, that when people try it, they don't tell anybody at home. Everybody at home behaved differently. There was a lot of harmony. I mean they live in a very harmonious home yes, but it was non-traditional too too good to be true in a way. And then I guess the the <laughs> subscription perhaps expired and I wanted it to do so because I wanted to feel the difference. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait to try it again mm-hmm. to see if this comes back and this is why I asked you the placebo question, but it was mm. too tangible for me to deny it. I just wanted to put it out there.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting what you experienced. Uh, I, I feel the same way, and many people report the same kind of experience. Well, our focus is consciousness. So our focus all along with FLFE has been to, to support the ideal conditions for evolution of consciousness. And what we found is that some properties were not going up to the expected level that that, that we wanted to the 560 and many times or often it was electromagnetic fields and we were seeing it more and more because there's you know new 5g's and new routers more powerful smart meters and we had properties that weren't weren't rising So we knew that to continue to create this ideal environment, we needed to do something about the EMF. Um, And we're really focused only on EMFs that lower consciousness, because that's that's really our focus and how we can measure. So what we're doing is we're mitigating with this, what we call our EMF mitigation program, mitigating these consciousness-lowering EMFs. Um, Because, of course, there's positive electromagnetic fields our own bodies generate, the Earth generates. Um, So we're focused on the ones that lower consciousness, and we're actually using Shungite. So the energetic signature of Shungite is in the field. It's part of part of the subscription with the EMF mitigation. Um, And that Shungite is such a great neutralizer of EMFs and we found we're able to take out of the of the area, it's like a bubble on the property and it's a bubble around the cell phone. We're able to take out these fragmented waveforms, which are incomplete pieces of of electromagnetic fields, from say, you know, five doors down or even a mile away where a router or cell phone tower um maybe you're just slightly out of range. And there's bits and pieces of this EMF smog, it's often called, EMF smog. And it's 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 like a soup that you're in, like just like you described. It's like this soup that we're we're in all the time. And we're able to take that out and take it to the ground, take it to the earth. And so that's for me, I feel like I can breathe more easily, take a deep breath. It feels like kind of yeah, you know, like an like an ocean or or going to the, to a forest. Um, so on our customer portal, you can do this on the free trial, you can turn on and off the EMF, it's just that part and feel the difference. And then you can turn on and off the whole service and leave on the EMF by itself and try that. So it's really, uh, it's interesting that you notice that. That's That's what I feel as well, many people do.
1: Interesting. You mentioned shungite years ago. One of our listeners at a conference gifted me a a piece of shungite, which I always hold in one of my hands when I'm conducting an interview. So as Mm -hmm. you were talking about shungite, I have this rock with Mm -hmm. me here. And for some reason, again, it could be placebo (laughs) or not, but I do feel more grounded when I'm touching it, more calm, more concentrated.
2: Well, it's interesting. Well, we, we did research with, uh, with kinesiology and by the way after i had that discovery about um, that i had to test the level of consciousness of my questions to make the, make sure they were good questions i spent five years and 2.75 million calibrations to reverse engineer the protocols that dr hawkins had shared that found they were incomplete so for example In his book, he would talk about testing the level of consciousness of your inquiry or your question. But in his protocols, he didn't mention that. So I I read each of his books 12 times and spent five years completing the protocols. That's why we're able to do things like measure truth very, very clearly. And, And back to Shungite, we actually measured that Shungite is the most appropriate substance in all of creation, to harmonize uh, EMFs. So there's people who will take shungite and tape it to their smart meters, and they're finding that, I haven't seen this, but I've heard it from a number of people that I really trust, and because I don't have a smart meter on my home, and the plants that they'll put in front of the router will start to, or in front of the router or the uh, smart meter, the plants will start to grow towards the smart meter instead of away from it.
1: So Are you Shungite saying, has that Clayton, that it's transmuting what's coming out of the smart meter in a positive way, the Shungite?
2: Yes, it's actually that's creating, it's harmonizing, it's making it a positive energy to, to life.
0: And so that's, that yeah, it's amazing. And that's what we found. Two, We found two ways of doing that, Mel, because we, we all benefit from these devices, you know, they make our lives much more convenient, and, and we're paying the price as well. Um, so the shungite, as Clayton said, harmonizes, and it seems to be transmuting the waves so that they're positive for life, that they no longer lower the level of consciousness of, of the area. Um, and the, it still looks the same though i mean it still functions the same the cell phone still functions the router still delivers its packets but there's some change in the vibration of the energy that is now positive and we we first discovered a, a, an alternative way of doing this with our cell phones because we had so many people that were requesting cell phones um as their what we call an everywhere FLFE everywhere object that we made a special cell phone service. But we didn't want people to be near something that was negative for them or that was lowering the level of consciousness of the field. So we discovered if we raised the level of consciousness of the phone itself, the physical object, to 580 on the Hawkins map, that all those antennas that are broadcasting the EMF fields are now vibrating at a higher level and they are then now broadcasting an energy that is positive. So if you hold a cell phone that's on FLFE in front of you and you you know you kind of lean towards it where the standard cell phone you would normally, if you're sensitive, you would lean back away from it, um, sort of rocking on your heels. Um so that's some clue in what Chungai does. It's somehow transforming or raising the vibration of the energy in a such a way that it's positive or raises, it actually raises consciousness rather than lowering it.
1: I want to discuss more of the cell phone capabilities of the, F- the FLFE, but also you keep mentioning the Hawking's map. Can you explain what the Hawking's map is?
2: Well, maybe I'll, I'll start with that one. This is Clayton. Uh, the Hawkins map of consciousness is a is a map that was created by Dr. David Hawkins. Uh, his first book was Power versus Force. It was a New York Times bestseller. So, if people are looking to get introduced to his work, that's a good place to start. Uh, Dr. Hawkins was the kind of the inventor of or the uh, pioneer of the idea that kinesiology is a non-local phenomena. So many of us are familiar with kinesiology at our chiropractors or at our nutritionists. It's been used for decades. And what Dr. Hawkins discovered was that not only can you test if that supplement is good for you, say you're at a nutritionist now, but if you knew how to use kinesiology properly, you could test if that supplement was good for me, even though I'm up in Canada. So that's what non-local phenomena means. You can test things for other people in the case of a supplement or a food or you can test the level of consciousness of an individual assuming you have permission from the universe so you would make the inquiry I have permission to uh, make this inquiry and then you have to hold it in mind and if you get permission which is a yes and you've proven your kinesiology is accurate in other ways then you can test things in other areas of the planet or um, yeah you can test it all kinds of things you can test people you can test food and so what dr hawkins did was he created a, a map of consciousness to delineate between positive and negative and then the various levels of positivity up to enlightenment where he took the level of consciousness of the highest people that have lived on the planet the you know, Jesus, Buddha, Krishna, those type of people. And so that that scale has that highest level of consciousness possible for a human to hold in their body because of the, the capacity of the nervous system has a certain limitation. And then he's gone right down to the lowest levels of consciousness would be, you know, shame and, and those those type of emotions. So he created a scale so that when you're making an inquiry, you could say according to the Hawkins map of consciousness, the level of consciousness of this person, on average, over the previous week is and you would say, see above 150, and you went you were strong, above 200, you were strong, above 250, you were strong, if you said above 300, and you went weak, then that means that person would be between 250 and 300 on the Hawkins, map of consciousness, on average, over the previous week, as you stated in your inquiry. So when we were researching, A material to possibly harmonize uh, electromagnetic frequencies, the the consciousness lowering ones. We started going through the periodic table and we started testing all kinds of things. And we came up with something called shungite. And that's, you know, that's how we discovered it. We just tested lots of different variables and we got told by some different people uh, that it probably was going to be the one. And sure enough, that's what it turned out to be.
1: And when you say measure, how do you scientifically measure it, replicate it, and all that?
2: So the replicatability is you'd have to use the same inquiry. So that means your question to the universe is exactly the same now. So that is one of the controls. The measuring is on the Hawkins map of consciousness you can use. Other maps of consciousness you could use a percentage scale, which is a scale of 1 to 100 because that's the scale we're familiar with for school. So you could say, say a scale of one to 100, where 50 represents a, a negative uh, environment and 100 represents a certain type of environment you'd have to describe, you'd have to create the qualities of that environment to reference it. So that is another type of scale you could use a scale parallel to the Hawkins map of consciousness. So you could say on a scale parallel to the Hawkins map of consciousness, where 1000 represents the most appropriate substance in creation to harmonize the effects of electromagnetic, of consciousness lowering electromagnetic influences, the level of appropriateness of Shungite is, and then you would test say above 200, you're strong, above 600, you're strong, above 900, you're strong. And at a thousand, you would be strong if you, you know, if you did a thousand and one, you would be, you would be weak because you're using a parallel scale. So the scale actually goes from zero to infinity where God would be infinity, but the human realm is one to a thousand. You know, the archangels, you know, the archangels start at 50,000, they go up to several hundred thousand and the angelic realms are typically 500 and higher when people pass over on the other side. If they're really high, they're called angels typically. So not that everybody that passes over becomes an angel, but for those that are higher, that's just a a sense of the scale. so the the measurement is actually our body's connection to divinity bypassing the mind. That is the promise of kinesiology, if you use it correctly.
1: Are you saying that obviously we cannot hear or see beyond a certain or under a certain spectrum? but that this goes beyond that, perhaps different dimensions?
2: Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. How do we measure it other than kinesiology? And we're actually exploring ways to do that. And we found um, a woman named Melissa Waterman, who has done quite a bit of measuring for Dr. Joe Dispenza of his events. Um, He wanted to measure the level of consciousness or the energy in his events, like during meditations, before the event started, you know, after the event was over. And so she was she's one of the few practitioners in 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 uh, North America for this particular Russian GDV machine or gas discharge visualization device, very sensitive one. And. So she did a study for us uh, and she's got this attachment that she used for Dr. Joe Dispenza, which is uh, for a room. It's like a uh, stainless steel ball with these spikes coming out of it. And it, it, it takes a measurement every five seconds or so of the energy of the space. So she did a study for us um, over an eight hour period you know, before and after, you know, one day with and one day without. And uh, it's on our website in our learning center. It's pretty interesting. It shows not only the overall increase in energy present, which is what kinesiology measures as well, that on the Hawkins map, each point that you move upwards on the map is 10 times more energy present. So this GDB device saw you know a large increase in energy that was present. So that was a confirmation. But the other interesting thing related to what you noticed about the EMF mitigation, the GDB device was measuring every five seconds. And before FLFE was on, the, there was a lot of spikes up and down. There was quite a lot of chaos or energy variability in space and after you know during the FLFV part of the test it was much tighter there was very little variability it was much more coherent is the way she she explained it and that we believe is the mitigation of those spikes that are occurring with these electromagnetic field events that are happening you know with routers going on and off and you know, different things occurring in the environment that we're not even aware of that are invisible, like you say. So we're finding ways to measure this. You know, invisible energy. Um, Chinese medicine measures it. It's it's really the same subtle energies that are flowing through the meridians. Um, so they're measuring the pulse, and there's they know it's there, and it's part, it's how Chinese medicine. You know, one of the ways they explain health and balance is the flow of chi through the body. Um, so, yeah, they're, all these are starting to come together. And, they're, you know, we believe that at some point there'll be more and more instruments that can measure this energy.
1: Clayton, I have a question for you. You were mentioning how you have to ask the question. When you say ask the question, are you referring to dowsing?
2: Well, there's some similarities. Uh, The question is actually in the form of a declarative statement. It has to be stated in a positive uh, manner. So there are some similarities to dowsing. It's, you know, muscle testing is another term that's used, uh, Mel. Typically, kinesiology is done with two people. One is the subject and one is the calibrator. So the calibrator would be the person making the inquiry and pushing down on the subject's arm.
1: Body movement, Uh, basically. uh, What was that? Body movement.
2: Body movement, yes. The muscles respond to positive stimuli and negative stimuli. So So, for example, you could do blind testing, Mel, where you would form the inquiry in your mind, and you wouldn't tell the subject. So the subject would not know what you're thinking, and their body would just respond to the thought you're holding in mind. So that's one of the ways you can manage the placebo effect because they don't know what you're thinking.
1: Is there any correlation between and, and I want to understand the mechanics. You know I want to know what makes it tick because for the layman they're trying to imagine how is the energy getting to from point A to point Z and so on. Mm-hmm. You have a new subscriber. Yeah, go ahead.
2: With FLFE or with uh, kinesiology, Mo? FLFE.
1: FLFE. Mm -hmm. Well, it's
2: actually activated. It activates a field in the location. Now, when some of the intuitives that we've worked with describe it, they see it as a golden filamentary spiral. And what it's actually doing is it's activating fields between The technology, the machine that's sending out the the wave, and the location. So it's activating. You know, it it travels at a thousand million times a second, so it's super fast, and it's activating little fields as it gets to the location. So that's kind of a you know very technical explanation of how it works, and that's how and that's how our thoughts work from you know from our what our research says, and uh, which is not usually the way we think about it, but we just think of the thought just arriving. So that's, you know, kind of a technical piece. And then it activates the energy that's present in the environment. Um, so maybe Jeff can go a little deeper on that, but that, that, that that'll give you a start.
0: It's much like we we discussed earlier about holding someone in mind. You know, we're we're our consciousness, technology, in our own minds and we're extremely powerful and we, we can do these things that we do with FLFE with our minds. Um, the advantage we have is that it's a 24 seven positive influence and you would have to have a whole, uh, you know, that hundreds of monks, you know, taking turns all holding in mind the positive, the positive thoughts, but it is the, the energy is moving there, and in it's not moving there. It's activated there, as Clayton said, and it's much the way prayer works. You know, large group prayers. Some of the research that's been done, where people are have accelerated healing. That it's it's an instant uh, effect. Um, when when a twin, when something happens with a twin on one side of the world, and the other one knows it instantly it's that same connection, that same quantum resonance that's occurring. So with the unique identifier, where the field is activated. And then what we have are programs, what we call programs, they're really written instructions that are in the device itself. And they specify the conditions in the field. Just like we said earlier, where if you hold an emotion of love for someone, that emotion of love is in the field around that person on the other side of the planet. So we're specifying the conditions in the field, the level of consciousness, and we're also specifying a lot of positive thoughts. So if you hold in mind um, very positive thoughts about your liver, and you just over and over, you're just sending loving, healing thoughts to your liver continuously, We believe your liver will get healthier and that's what we're doing in this FLFE as well is we have these positive thoughts for people's livers and it's just like someone is blessing you continuously or praying for you in that specific way and and for us it all goes back to consciousness and we know that the body supports us to rise in consciousness and if the body can restrain us if we're not healthy, if we're not feeling well, if, if we're not filtering our blood effectively. And we don't make health claims. We're really focused on consciousness. Um, but that positive, um, those positive thoughts, it's really the same, exactly the same technology as having a positive thought for a loved one. And they're they're feeling that in some way.
1: This reminds me of the, the story of the indigenous people around the world that can do the rain dance. And the way Mm -hmm. they do it is they not only imagine that it's raining, they feel it. They feel almost Mm -hmm. as if they're perceiving water touching their skin already. Mm -hmm. And there's an element of a combination between the universe and them that creates that. Is there a correlation between FLFE and what I just mentioned? Mm -hmm.
0: Yes, I believe that's the same really the same as what we're talking about um, where you're holding someone else in mind. In this case, you're holding the environment in mind and FLFE is focused on the environment of the home or around the cell phone. So in this case, you know, this group of people is, has this clear intention of it already happening um, and it's affecting that environment that there are this clouds and water vapors and, there's a, we're so powerful as humans and we just don't know that we haven't, we, it's either been withheld from us or we've forgotten it or, or we just don't feel worthy of it in some way, but we are immensely powerful. And so that affects the environment in that way. And when these very clear intentions and ceremonies are performed, I believe it is very powerful and similar to what we're doing.
1: This will gives new meaning to the expression "You manifest the thoughts you entertain."
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, we have a, uh, a safety valve on the end of our programs, Mal. That's that says everything must be done in the highest and best interest of all creation. So, when we, for example, write a program to enhance the health of the liver, we will do research on medical journals. Will determine what the optimal conditions are for a liver from those, you know, respected uh, medical uh, doctors and such. And we will write out the request to divinity to support the liver, and then we'll test the level of consciousness of that program on the Hawkins map of consciousness to ensure its truthfulness. And the programs are at 999 out of 1000 or higher in the context that we establish so the context would be to create the optimal conditions in the environment for all the people who are there for their livers to function in the best way possible and we would do the research and put that all together in a, in a word word document and that goes kind of is accessed by the machine and that is what goes into the environment. So it's very carefully uh, measured.
1: Is there a machine that's emitting the waves? And just, I just want to understand, is there a a holy grail somewhere on the planet? Well, we all know the ether and, and so on. But is there a machine that's actually receiving the data when it comes to coordinates for properties, residential or commercial, and the phones? And so, what is actually transmitting that to the specific location.
0: Hmm. So originally the the machine, the device, the original FLFE device looked like a Nikola Tesla experimental setup. It had stacks of coils and plates and high-speed alternating current running through it. And that those those stacks of these plates and coils and shapes we're acting as a uh, an input was pulling in or attracting um, available energy. And that would then come through an output stack where that energy would come back out of the device into a space. So originally it was relatively small space and then it became like an eight and a half by 11 so that you put a full sheet of paper in the space. So that... That highly energetic space that this device was creating, and since then it's gotten much simpler, and we don't have the we don't have the alternating current anymore. But the result is the same: is that there is a, a physical space that these written uh, programs go into, and that is this that is the much like the human brain is that space can be quantumly, you know, entangled or quantumly connected um, to another place, either through an address or a photograph or, you know, a cellular phone number. Um, so that all of that goes into this space, and that field is activated instantly. So you can think of it as, as you know, you've got this bright light and this quantum field that's, that's developed. And then it just gets connected instantly through these unique identifiers to 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 a, a cell phone or our home or business.
1: When it comes to the radius, for
0: example, I tried it in my
1: home, the mm-hmm. radius, how do we know that it's not overlapping into my, not that I wouldn't want my neighbor to get mm-hmm. the same benefits, but how, how does it know to stay within a certain radius or beyond?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's, so again, back to the unique identifier. So if you're holding someone in mind and you're sending them love or prayers, you're very specific. You know who that person is. You, you can, you're picturing them. You're picturing what it's like to be around them. When we identify a home through a legal address, you know, it's the full legal address as, as it appears in the legal records. So it has boundaries. That are part of those legal records. And it's, you know, right to the edge as we measure it to 560 or higher on the Hawkins map goes right to the boundary. So in a large property, we have a limit of five acres uh, just because of the energy usage somebody put on, you know, thousands of acres. Um, So it's right to the boundary. In the case of it's a much larger, you know, larger than five acres, it's around the, the uh, building that has the most uh, human habitation in it. So so we're specifying these things, uh, like goes to the lot limits, and then what we see is that beyond those limits of that property, uh, the energy is around 500 on the Hawkins map. And then it sort of goes down the further it goes out. Um, So the neighborhoods do benefit, and the neighbors do benefit. Uh, North America at this time is, I believe, around 420 on the Hawkins map. So even 500 is, you know, 80 points higher. Um, And each point is 10 times more energy. So there's quite a benefit for your neighbors as well.
1: Once 5G takes over, and as you know, there's a huge plan in the United States, and I believe in Canada, too, to Mm -hmm. roll it out very soon, even though there Mm -hmm. are some places that are pushing back, and I hope that happens. But Mm -hmm. when 5G takes over, do you expect the Hawkins map position to go even lower?
0: For the country as a whole? Yes. Well, we have seen the consciousness-lowering effects of these these, uh, EMFs, so... It could it could occur. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's our focus is to create these sanctuaries where we're not not infused with these energies and we can be ourselves and grow and and, um, you know, live productive lives. So, you know, that's that's our focus. Create that environment, that pristine uh, freedom environment that has freedom from those those influences. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting question. Uh, we'll have to see what happens as far as the whole country.
1: Not to sound pessimistic, but when I think of, you know, <laughs> big pharma and so on, mm-hmm. they probably are scared that people wake up to this reality. If you were to transmit, because they probably love, and I, I hate to bring this up because you are focusing on the positive, I get that, but we also cannot... Meditate our problems away, or hide under a rock, because this is happening. And mm-hmm. I know the health effects are going to be very negative when this is rolled out. But if what you're saying is true, that this could be transmuted into something very positive and healing, wouldn't governments be all over it, saying, "Please, we want to do this and roll it out on a national basis"?
2: Well, they might, but we're a we're a relatively small company uh, in a small town up in a remote location in Canada. So people do ask us, you know, like why aren't you you know trying to introduce this to to cellular phone providers? And we have somebody in the company that's exploring that. and the thing with the FLFE service, we had a, uh, an EMF consultant come into the office, and when we turned on the EMF mitigation uh, service when they were here, it didn't show up. On the meters that they had, they had about eight different types of meters, and so it's not showing up on most of the technology out there that it's harmonized. It is showing up on the gas dis- discharge visualization device that Jeff mentioned. So, part of the issue is measuring it in a way that they that they would believe it. So um, they may believe the gas the gas discharge visualization kinesiology is a kind of an emerging science and people, although they might believe it from their chiropractor or their nutritionist, because they they can see if their muscle is stronger after the adjustment, or they can eat the food and feel that it's helping their digestion or helping their energy level. These new technologies are more difficult for large institutions to understand and relate to. So, I mean, we're open to helping communities on a larger basis, It's just that we recognize that people want to have proof. And so, you know, if you have some ideas on how to do that, in fact, I was thinking, Mel, if, you know, if if we had some communities that 5G has rolled out in, we could test the level of consciousness of the community before or a geographic area, and then test the level of consciousness after 5G has moved into that area. Certainly, we notice a difference in individual properties, but it would be interesting to test a whole town, you know, on a larger scale.
1: Let me ask you a question, and I'll get you answered on the other side. I'm sure you know the work of the late great Dr. Masaro Imoto, right? Yes. I would love to know if you, let's say, put some frozen water here before you turn this on, sample mm-hmm. it under a microscope, and then, without any intention. Because you have to have the intention of some classical music as he did before. But if you all of a sudden turn on FLFE, what would the samples show you? But we'll discuss this when we come back. You're opening so many doors. We have to take our one and only break and we'll come back. So many ideas are popping in my mind. What you just said about 5G community before and after. How about smart meters people who are concerned about smart meters to transmute this into something positive because we all think that this is all negative the electromagnetic super old swimming in schools government offices businesses you name it and we have links on our website on how to subscribe to FLFE uh, right on our home page or this specific episode just go to veritasradio.com and you'll see the link there folks don't go anywhere this is a very fascinating interview and really you do not want to miss the rest. Jeffrey Seckman and Clayton Stetman are coming back. Please don't go anywhere. This is Mel Fabregas and you are listening to Veritas.
0: Thank you for listening to the first part of this very important Veritas interview. To listen to the rest and all of our material, proceed to the members section or subscribe at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for MMS, hemp oil, pure organic sulfur, and other great products.
2: Thank you.